0: Good morning to each of you. I was telling Kay and Kenny that Steve said he was going to preach a message to us today that none of us will ever want to do wrongs again. Okay, we may be enhancing a bit there, but uh, that's that's our hope. The monthly schedule is in the foyer. There will be class tonight, and the offering plate is in the foyer also. Could we turn to him, number 51, please? kind Father in heaven, we beseech you in the name of thy Son to send your healing power into this sanctuary, to grace the souls of those gathered in here, and that we might listen attentively and have our minds, our lives refreshed, that we will be sure in our actions, and that we might be worthy to be called your sons and daughters. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Opening scripture is going to come out of section 81 of the Doctrine and Covenants, and this is going to be 1A through C. Verily I say unto you, my servants, that inasmuch much as you have forgiven one another your trespasses, even so I, the Lord, forgive you. Nevertheless, there are those among you who have sinned exceedingly. Yea, even all of you have sinned. But verily I say unto you, Beware from henceforth, and refrain from sin, lest sore judgments fall upon your heads. For unto whom much is given, much is required. And he who sins against the greater light shall receive the greater condemnation. And I want us to focus upon, For whom much is given, much is required.
0: Next Tam is five oh four
1: I chose that scripture this morning because of the fact of who much has been given, much is required, and I know people have spoken on that at different times, but I don't want to focus up on the the temporal part, I want us to focus up on the spiritual part of what God has given us spiritually, and I want to start out in Genesis chapter 2. And I'm going to read verses 8 and 9. And I, the Lord God, formed man from the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul, the first flesh upon the earth, the first man also. Nevertheless, all things were created, but spiritually were they created and made According to my word, we all have a spirit that God created. And when we're born into this world, we're given a body, and we become a living soul. The body and the spirit, and without the spirit and the body being reunited, we cannot experience a fullness of joy. And that's what we're going to want to experience once we pass from this world and are resurrected if we live our lives in the way that God had intended us to, to become. What I know is in all of our hearts' desires, a part of that celestial kingdom. So there's where we can experience that fullness of joy, being with our Heavenly Father that created us. In Genesis chapter 7, verse 40. So we know that he gave us a spirit. Genesis in chapter 47, verse 40 says, And in the garden of Eden I gave unto man his agency. And unto thy brethren have I said, and also gave commandment, that they should love one another, and that they should choose me, their father. What is agency? You could go out into the world and ask some people, what is this agency that God gave man? And a lot of people wouldn't have a clue. But to have the answer to that, Again, we go back into Genesis chapter 2. Agency is our right to choose, right or wrong. But do we know what right from wrong is? In chapter 6 of Genesis, verses 50 and seven and 58, And the Lord spake unto Adam, saying, As much as our children are conceived in sin, Even so, when they begin to grow up, sin conceiveth in their hearts, and they taste the bitter that they may know to prize the good. And it is given unto them to know good from evil. Wherefore, they are agents unto themselves. It's given to us when we come into this world to know good from evil. And when we look out here in the world right now, we would think a lot of things that's going on that There's no way, because evil is completely around us everywhere. And we see such evil in little kids even, that you would think there's no way that they know good from evil. In section 83 of the Doctrine and Covenants, uh, I'm going to read verses A through C. Eighty-three seven. And now I give unto you a commandment, to beware concerning yourselves, to give diligent heed to the words of eternal life, for you shall live by every word that proceedeth forth from the mouth of God. For the word of the Lord is truth, and whatsoever is truth is light, and whatsoever is light is spirit. Even the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And the Spirit giveth light to every man that cometh into the world, and the Spirit enlighteneth every man through the world that hearkeneth unto the voice of the Spirit. So we're given a degree of the Spirit of Jesus Christ when we're born into this world to be able to choose right and wrong or between good and evil. That Spirit is given to us. And I've often wondered a lot of times in the scriptures when you you read and it says that the spirit will not always strive with man. And it won't because of the choices that man makes. Sometimes we get so far off track that God has given up working with us that he has to withdraw that spirit because we become so evil. And I've wondered about when you look out here and you see how bad it's gotten into the world and say, how can they get so far off track and not believe in God and trust in him? I got so many tabs stuck in these scriptures right now, I can't keep them apart. Back in Genesis chapter 6. Again, I'm going to start at verse 58, and I'm going to read through verse 66. And it is given unto them to know good from evil, wherefore they are agents unto themselves. And I have given unto you another law and commandment, wherefore teach it unto your children. that all men everywhere must repent, or they can in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. For no unclean thing can dwell there, or dwell in the presence. For in the language of Adam, man of holiness is his name, and the name of his only begotten is the Son of Man, even Jesus Christ, a righteous judge, who shall come in the meridian of time. Therefore I give unto you a commandment, to teach these things freely unto your children saying that by reason of transgression cometh the fall which fall bringeth death and inasmuch as you were born into the world by water and blood and the spirit which i have made and so become of dust a living soul even so you must be born again into the kingdom of heaven of the water and of the spirit and be cleansed by the blood, even the blood of my only begotten, that you may be sanctified from all sin, and enjoy the words of eternal life in this world, and eternal life in the world to come, even immortal glory. For by the water you keep the commandments, by the spirit you are justified, and by the blood you are sanctified. Therefore it is given to abide in you, What is given to abide in you? The truth. The record of heaven. And when I think about that record of heaven, I'm thinking about that spiritual creation that took part. We were with God all this time before we were born into this world. The comforter. That degree of the spirit of Jesus Christ that's given to us at birth. The peaceable things of immortal glory. The truth of all things. That which quicketh all things. Which maketh all things alive. That which knoweth all things. And hath power according to wisdom, mercy, truth, justice, and judgment. And now, behold, I say unto you, this is the plan of salvation unto all men, through the blood of mine only begotten who shall come in the meridian time. And behold, all things have their likeness, and all things are created and made to bear record of me, both things which are temporal, things which are spiritual, things which are in heaven above, and the things which are on the earth, and things which are in the earth, and things which are under the earth, both above and beneath, all things bear record of me. Everything we look at in this world in some way or another bears record of Jesus Christ. And so I keep thinking, how do these people get so evil and so far off track? Well, first of all, they were not taught. And I keep thinking to myself, surely they know a little bit Because they have that spirit of Christ in the beginning to know good from evil. But just because of the foolishness of man, because of the choices they make, and the traditions of man, they grow further and further and further apart. And these people that don't know right from wrong out in this world are doing things. Who's going to pay for that? It's going to be their fathers and their mothers that had not taught them until they know what is right and what is wrong. And I thought for a long time, how? I just don't understand. But then the answer was given. In Genesis, chapter 5, verses 12 and 13. And Adam and Eve blessed the name of God, and they made all things known unto their sons and their daughters. I hope every one of us that have sons and daughters have tried to make everything known unto them. And then Satan came among them, saying, I am also a son of God. And he commanded them, saying, Believe it not. And they believed it not, and they loved Satan more than God. And men began from that time forward to be carnal, sensual, and devilish. It's a battle that's been going on since the Man was placed here upon this earth. It's our choice. And I can't imagine in our minds how merciful God is because He loves every one of them. He just does not love the acts that a lot of people are committing in this world. And we're not all righteous and holy. We sin continually in our lifetimes, and we have to repent and come back unto him. If you alone were just to take a pencil and paper and try to sit down and think of everything that God has given you from the time of your birth up until now, I don't think I could write it all. But I know one thing he's given me. Was a Lord and Savior in Jesus Christ that sacrificed his life in my behalf to cleanse me from my sinful past. And once I was baptized and confirmed, had the gift of the Holy Ghost given unto me, from that time forth, when I sinned, I had to repent every day. He forgave me of all the pasts but now I have daily repentance that I have to have in order to try to stay clean and to be a part of his kingdom. And yet he's still merciful. How many times do we sin? How many times do we fall away? It says to think it is the same as to do it. And more. there is some condemnation there for a lot of us. I want to become the spiritual man that God wants me to become. And I hope that each one of you want to do the same in your lifetime. We've got to listen to that voice, the voice of Jesus Christ to speak to us. He will guide and direct our paths. He will keep us from a lot of hardships in this lifetime. We're told in the scriptures not to do anything, at least first we pray about it. Mankind goes around and does it backwards. We want to do it first, and then when we mess it up, we don't want to pray and ask God to straighten everything out for us. When all we had to do first was pray and let Him guide and direct us. It's not easy to become spiritual, but we all have to. We fall away so easily because we don't know the truth. And we're told in Genesis to embrace the truth. You can't embrace what you don't know. But the voice will teach us. Doctrine and Covenant said we're to be taught up on high. And that's by the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives that it's given to us. If we embrace the truth and look upward, it says that Zion will look downward. Pat, you shared that today in class about wanting to know how to embrace that truth. We have to live by every word that proceeds forth out of the mouth of God, not just the ones we want to choose and pick. Some are, seem easy. Uh, some of them seem real hard. It's a lot easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to give forgiveness. Do you have odd against someone? Is there things going on in your life that holds you down spiritually? I'm sure we all do to some point, but we're a work in progress. We're told in the Book of Mormon that this life is a probationary state. It's a time for us to prepare to meet our God. And that may sound odd to some people. We just came from God in the spirit world when we are born into here. And now we've got to live here to prepare ourselves to meet him. Well, we're preparing ourselves to meet him in body and spirit and to show him I believe I've lived my life the best I could upon this earth. And I want to be a part of that celestial kingdom. This world is so wicked. And it's compacting around us every day. It's getting closer and closer and closer. do we live in fear no we no matter what they do to us they can't kill us our spirits are eternal and if we're the kind of people that we should be we'll be with our heavenly father talk about a couple other things that God has given us, and in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10, and every man hath received the gift, that's a gift I still believe is that partial degree of the spirit of Jesus Christ in us to know right and wrong. Even so, ministers, the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And in section 46... verse 5 and again verily I say unto you I would that you should hearken should always remember and always retain in your minds what those gifts are that are given unto the church for all have not every gift given unto them for there are many gifts and to every man is given a gift by the spirit of god now, you may not think you have a gift but according to this scripture, everyone has given a gift. To some is given to one, and to some is given another, that all may be profited thereby. To some it is given by the Holy Ghost to know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. There's a lot of people out in this world say, yes, I know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God but they don't have the Holy Ghost. And what that tells me when times get real bad and they don't have that Holy Ghost, they're probably gonna turn and go the other way because they don't have that spirit that would totally hold them to what they know is the truth. Just like the, uh, the apostles, when they were gathered in that upper room and waiting Peter denied the Lord three times that night, and they all went to do different things. But once that Holy Ghost was given to them, they never looked back. They gave their life and their service to him to bring souls unto him and to share this gospel. And that's how we'll have to be. And to some that they given that he was crucified for the sins of the world. To others it is given to believe their their words and that also might have eternal life if they continue faithful. And again to some it is given by the Holy Ghost to know the differences of administration as it will be pleasing unto the same Lord according as the Lord will suiting his mercies according to the conditions of the children of men. And again, it is given by the Holy Ghost to some to know the diversities of operations, whether it be of God, that the manifestations of the Spirit may be given to every man to profit withal. And again, verily I say unto you, to some it is given by the Spirit of God the word of wisdom. To another is given the word of knowledge that all may be taught to be wise and to have knowledge. And again, to some it is given to have faith to be healed, and to others it is given to have faith to heal. And again, to some it is given the working, of miracles, and to others it is given to prophesy, and to others the discerning of spirits. And again, it is given to some to speak with tongues, and to another it is given the interpretation of tongues, and all these gifts come from god from the for the benefit of the children of men or of god and unto the bishop of the church and unto such as god shall appoint and ordain to watch over the church and to be elders unto the church or to have it given unto them to discern all those gifts lest there be any among you professing and yet Be not of God. There's numerous gifts that God has given unto the church. Many gifts that are not even mentioned. One of the gifts that I've had was the gift of dreams and visions. And I've shared some of those with you throughout the past. And while we're sitting in Sunday school this morning, I was reminded of another one I had when I was about six years old. Dean was talking in Isaiah and about them hiding in the rocks and different stuff and the scriptures talk about the people fleeing and wanting the mountains to fall on them and stuff. I was about six years old and I had this dream and it scared me to death. For in this dream, I was running as fast as I could. And the mountains were falling behind me. And I was trying to run fast enough to keep the mountains covering me up. And I ran as far as I could, and finally I just gave out, and I woke up. From that time forth, There, God was already working with me, and I didn't have a clue. I thought it was a nightmare, but it's true to what the Scriptures have in it. And I'm thankful that I got to be a part of this gospel. We've been given an opportunity to be born in this nation, the land of Jacob. We've been given the fullness of the gospel, the Bible, the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants. Through Joseph Smith, we've been given the keys to understanding and interpret through the priesthood, the scriptures. And the greatest gift of all that we can know is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that came to give his life eternal. In section 23, A and B. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, The heavens they are many, and they cannot be numbered unto man, but they are numbered unto me, for they are mine. And as one earth shall pass away, and the heavens thereof, even so shall another come. And there is no end to my works, neither to my words. For this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the immortality and an eternal life of man. For a long time I didn't know, understand that too much, but I know the eternal life is the spirit. For this body to have immortality. We have to be born of the water and of the spirit. And when we're resurrected, we'll have an immortal body. Because Jesus Christ has brought immortality and eternal life to man for all those that will believe upon him and keep his commandments and serve him to the end. There's going to be some trying times in our life. Are we going to be able to hold fast to this rod of iron? Or are we going to let it slip through our hands until we fall away? Many have gone before us. We don't know how many will come behind us. It's getting less and less in this world that want to hear the truth so we need to embrace it we need to share it with anyone and everyone that will listen and most of all teach our children and our grandchildren the truth of this gospel that God is alive and that through Jesus Christ each and every one of us would have an opportunity to dwell in his kingdom and that's what we were created for to be a part of God's kingdom. And it's my hope and my desire that we can become a righteous and holy people and walk uprightly in this world, that our light will shine, that people will see a difference in each one of us as we walk the streets or we go into anywhere else we go to, that there's something different about that person. There's a joy about them. And that joy is The gospel. Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, has given us everything that we need to obtain celestial glory. Will we accept it and live by it, or will we reject it and turn away and follow the adversary? It's our agency, and it's our choice to choose the path that we want to take.
0: We have been given a good sermon, and by the man that stood here, you can call him many names, you can call him Steve, you can call him Mr. Van Meter, you can call him pastor, presiding elder, branch president, but you can also call him friend, and he'd probably say, don't forget to call him to eat, too. Let's turn to him, 57, please. Almighty God, our kind Father, our creator and our friend, our guide that truly does abide with us, these, your sons and daughters, Father, have held fast to that rod of iron. They have shown an example to myself and to many others. And I ask you, Father, to go with them and continue that grace upon their lives, to heal the uh, hurts in them by their continuing in your service and continuing to hold on to that rod of iron. And therefore, we truly know that all things are possible with you. Bless these, our friends. In Jesus' name.